Welcome to the Badass Reset Club, a special place where if you've lost your way, girl, we're here to help guide you back. Those club doors are opened up wide so we can discuss all things fitness, nutrition, body composition, hormones, menopause, beauty, headspace, and more. Hey there, my name's Heather. I'm a fitness expert, nutrition coach, autoimmune athlete, mom of three pretty cool kids, and married to one handsome firefighter. I started this club because after years of over-exercising, under-fueling, gaining weight, dealing with Hashimoto's disease, and experiencing hormones gone crazy, I knew there had to be a better way. So come on in, badass. Let's hit that reset together. Welcome to the Badass Reset Club. Today, we have a client and friend, Heidi Dickinson, joining us. And I am so excited that you're here, Heidi, mostly because we dressed alike. And that just makes me really excited. So if you're listening to the podcast, I have my beautiful friend here. And on video, we're wearing black tank tops. So visualize that if you're just listening. But welcome, Heidi. I am so thrilled that you're here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here today, too. Awesome. So if you can't already already tell, Heidi is uh, not from the States. Heidi, do tell us about yourself. Let's hear that beautiful accent and tell us where you're from and all about you. Yeah, I am from originally from South Africa. I moved here about 18 years ago with a 15-month-old. We were going to just try it out for two years and just have some fun traveling and and then we just fell in love with living here. So we moved and yeah, we've been here ever since. And now I have two girls now. My little 15 month old is now an adult and I have a teenage daughter and, and yeah, and I'm a yoga instructor and enjoying living here in the States. That's so cool. Isn't it wild when you think you're setting out to do something and it ends up being completely different? Yeah, it is. I mean, we had pretty much everything set waiting for us to come back and we just fell in love with how everything's so wonderful outdoors here. And we have so much freedom of being able to just being outside and walking our dog and just enjoying the beautiful outdoors. So we loved it and decided. So is that different than from where you were in South Africa? Was it, did you not do those types of things while you were there? Not as much. Like you definitely were more outdoors. It's just that the everyday of just stepping outside your house and walking in beautiful nature and in peace and quiet. And it's all different, different places where you stayed. I stayed in a very busy city. Okay. So that wasn't as accessible to gotcha. us as this where we're at now, which lots of nature in our backyard. Wonderful. And then have you lived in one place since you moved? Yeah. I've always lived in this neighborhood. <laughs> I haven't really wow. moved. But yeah. I I really fell in love with being part of nature. Uh, my husband and I, I love to be around people and he loves to be in nature. So we found this perfect little spot that has a bit of both. So that made us happy. I love it. And yeah. for those of you wondering, where is this paradise that Heidi lives in? We are in the Pacific Northwest. Um, we're in the state of Washington. And so Oftentimes we get a bad rap for the wet climate that we have. And that's not a joke, <laughs> it's <is> wet, <laughs> but it is beautiful when you have mountains and ocean and lots of beauty around you. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I wanted to talk to you about how you and I met. So before we 
um, started working together in this capacity, you and I met. You took my yoga class. You came out. I did. I took your yoga class and I was mesmerized by your voice. And I just like, I was having a hard time focusing because I was like, oh, I love that voice. It's so beautiful. And it just was like the calming, soothing, yet we were working. I was sweating. And I remember leaving that class going, I am coming back to a Heidi class. I loved it so much. And that is the first time I remember meeting you and it was through yoga. So Heidi and I have been in uh, yoga circles. I think that you've been teaching longer than I have. I started teaching in 2015. Not that much longer. I think I started in 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I kind of lost track. It's all a blur now. I feel like it's been part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a long time ago. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, like time had passed and you and I kind of really started hanging out online in person a little bit more during COVID, right? Yeah, I actually was love. I um, sort of seeing more and more of your posts on social media and I just loved your message. It was, you know, what that time was like. It was really hard. And so you had just really practical, hopeful, and empowering messages every time. And I just, I started following it more and more. And then if you start notice my social media, I'm like, I'm sharing your stuff more and more. And I just really loved your energy and everything that you had to say. So yeah, I- Thank you. Thank you. Okay, but this is cool. I remember um, during COVID and I can't remember what time frame. like things get a little blurry to me, you know, like when, when life was so different for a couple of years, it gets blurry on the timeline. So we'll just say like DC during COVID. I remember putting out on social media that I was looking for some people. I was doing something a little bit different. I was taking things more online because at the time I had been only seeing people in person and I wanted to grow and expand um, just a little bit more than I had the capacity to do. So I remember putting out something, you know, working with perimenopausal women and women who are menopause or postmenopause to dial in nutrition and fitness and, and kind of recreate, you know, like getting back to your inner badass, like we're hitting that reset button. And I remember looking for two little willing people to jump right in. And I know that you were one of the very first people to respond there were oodles of responses. And, um, and I remember just thinking, I would love to work with Heidi. And so you came in. Do you remember what that was like when you first started? Uh, well, in that time of my life, there was a huge shift in me physically and emotionally. Um, a lot of things were changing that I didn't know why they were changing in my body. And so I was putting on a lot more weight in places that I'd never had been. Nothing really had changed in my diet or anything else. And I just started noticing all these differences. I wasn't feeling good at all. I was feeling really low. I started feeling really depressed. It was just, and it was, and the thing that scared me the most was I didn't know what was going on. Like I was trying everything. And it was through your posts that you were posting things, especially about perimenopause. And I was like, wait, what is perimenopause? And then when you put that post out, I think I was probably hitting one of my lowest points where I was just like, what is going on? And I was, I wasn't sleeping. I had, I was, what it is now in night sweats. I didn't know what was going on. I was just feeling absolutely awful. And so when you posted that, I was just like, 
oh my goodness, this is the answer. This is exactly what I need right now. This is the support I need. And I just think I begged. I don't know if I asked. I begged if I could be part of it. I know it was a lengthy message. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that part of it, but I, I do appreciate the fact that you're sharing that with us. And that speaks volumes. Like think about all the women in their forties who are having the WTF moments and it's just not talked about enough. Like I'm thrilled that this is coming to the forefront of social media, of women's circles. And I really want our generation, I'm older than you, but you know, like we're lumping in together. I want our generation to be the ones who shift the dialogue so that younger generations are ready for this, both physically and mentally. Because now we know that there's things that we can do physically to mitigate some of these changes or to at least help smooth them out. But knowing that perimenopause symptoms can start in women as young as 35 is, that's a big deal. And when I was 35, I wasn't, that wasn't on my radar because I was so, you know, young. And, (laughs) um, and now that I'm 50, like if I had known these things for the past 15 years, I would have done things really differently. I even noticed that, you know, I've got a 19 year old and a 16 year old, and I'm already telling them like, Hey, these are the things you need to do now. So that when you hit my age at 40 plus, you know, 40 plus that you not playing catch up, like I'm playing catch up. And, and also to be able to be aware, because once I started learning more about perimenopause through you and your education you do with me, that I was like, wow, I actually started feeling these symptoms a little earlier than now. You know, it was actually really kind of when I started turning 40, that's when things were already changing. But I just had no awareness. And it's great that now my girls, I teach them, I'm teaching them like, hey, be aware that like, this is what happened to me. So they have now something, some information to rely on as they experience it when they get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so smart. And I know that your girls are into weightlifting a little bit and, um, heck yeah. Like that may or may not have been your influence, but wow. Now, if we could get younger women lifting, Mm -hmm. like right out of the gates, you know, as teenagers learning how to safely lift and how to progress their workouts, they are going to just, I mean, think about even how that affects PMS, you know, like when you are eating, getting the amount of protein that you need and you're getting all of the good fiber and all of your greens and all the good stuff, all those nutrients, you really do have a better handle on these hormonal shifts. And we know that they start so young for me. I think I was 12 when I started, you know, and I, that's a, it's a long time. It's a long road for us women to be having the WTFs and um, we'll, we'll just reference it. I've heard it from many people before. That's kind of what you feel like. And like, if we go back and look at different symptoms of perimenopause, you mentioned you were having some night sweats. And by the way, did you know that hot flashes and night sweats are the same thing? <laughs> now I'm learning that. <laughs> I, for a long time, I was like, what is the difference between these two things I'm reading about? And there's no difference. One happens at night is the... <laughs> That's it. But if we were to help out, you know, another sister in the, in the hitting her badass reset, like things are not just hot flashes, it's brain fog, which I think that almost all of my friends experience at some point in time. And I remember having a conversation with my mom saying like, I don't know if I should be concerned about my brain fog. And she was saying, oh no, you just have too much going on. You, you know, you're busy. You've got three kids, blah, blah, blah. 
but it seems sometimes like there's more to it. And that's what happens with all the other symptoms, like things like rage. Did you know rage was part of (laughs) a perimenopausal symptom? It's like listed as one of the things that we don't talk about very much or like body odors that don't, they just come from nowhere. And you're like, what happened? I just, I've never smelled like this before. Like strange things can come about during perimenopause. And the more we make it normal, um, you know, common, yeah. I think the better, better off we are. Uh, one of the things that really I had for a long time was this headache, constant headaches. Uh, that was one that stood out for me too. And then, yeah, the, the, the mood swings, I felt like that was a bad one. Yeah. But going back to talking to his friends now, it's interesting that, you know, I'm hearing my friends talk about stuff that I was going through and we just never really talked about perimenopause. And now I'm like, did you know about perimenopause? Because I think <laughs> if it was menopause, like, oh, you hit menopause and you just have to deal with it. That's kind of what I was always told. Like, isn't, I don't know of this thing called perimenopause and that it was going to take, so, could take so long mm-hmm. before yeah. you hit that one whole year of no period mm-hmm. you can be in that stage for 10 years yeah. is, is what the findings are and that's a long time I think that's yeah. a really long time to was, yeah to suffer and now we know that like yes we are going to have the shifts and we're going to feel things but we don't necessarily have to suffer we can make it easier so let's talk about like some of the things that you've done working um, with me in the app, let's talk about like dig in to the meat and potatoes of how do we, how do we pull those tools out from the toolbox? What are some of the things that you have found um, or maybe habits that you've created that have helped? So I am a yoga instructor and I thought, you know, I've been in the fitness world for a long time and I thought I kind of knew a lot and then things happened to you. And so the one thing that I really appreciate when you and I sat down together is the education piece. You taught me so much. So even as an instructor, I only know so much and I just was so excited to be learning so much more. And you just have this amazing knowledge of what happens to this perimenopausal body and what you can do. So that education was huge. Just to have that awareness of like, now that I knew that this is actually the headaches, the depression, the night sweats, this was actually part of this journey I was going through and I had ways to help me with those, but it took being scared away. And so I wasn't as scared anymore, anxious anymore about what was happening. Because when you don't have a label or an answer to put to something, it's very, you know, then your mind goes to all these other places. What's wrong with me? So the education piece where you sat down and you just spoke a whole lot to me about what was going on with my body and what to expect, what's coming still. And I really, that was super helpful. Um, then we did measurements and um, got to say, I didn't love that. It was a hard one. It was a bit of a reality check and yeah, Not didn't fun. love it. Least favorite part for everybody. <laughs> yeah. However, I was like, you know what? This is a journey. I'm going to embrace every part of it. And the fact that I already have an answer means that now it's only going one place and that's forward. So we did that. And then you spoke to me about my nutrition. (laughs) I exercise a lot so that I don't have to eat well because I don't really like, I'm a very fussy eater and I love my dry foods, lots of carbs. So it was really good when you sat down with me and you looked at my, what I normally eat and you're like, okay, girl, let's up your protein. (laughs) Really did not have enough protein. It's up those greens and 
he gave me lots of um, tips on how to do that because in the beginning it was a little like, oh, damn, it's a lot of protein I'm trying to get in. Mm-hmm. But I think the little tips that you gave me throughout were, super, were really helpful. And now I don't even think about it. I'm just eating protein with every meal. Um, and then again, I have that awareness of like, oh, I didn't have protein that meal. So let me go and have like a little shake or something with a protein shake. So it, I'm just now more aware of everything, which is super okay. helpful. Yeah. 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 And that's not something that's just going to go away when you're, you know, done with this program. Like that's something that you've built and your body has reacted to it. Like physically, emotionally, you feel good. Did it change for you? And just know everybody listening to this, that I don't think that there's a woman around that gets adequate protein unless they're really focusing on it. It's an eye opener, right? About how much we need. Yep. And so um, what changed for you when you, when you started to get that habit into place and you started amping up your protein, because if memory serves, you didn't go from what you were having to the amount you needed in one day, like you needed some time to build that up. But do you remember how you felt when you were starting to get adequate amounts? Did anything change for you? It did. I was definitely recovering a lot quicker after working out. I wasn't so sore for as long. Um, One thing that I noticed really quickly was my skin. I have been struggling with my skin for so long, but I just felt like my skin was firm. I was glowing. I just felt my skin just felt like like tight. It was just good. I would have um, never known that. I've always thought you have the most beautiful skin. So I would have never known that. Yeah. So uh, that was really good. Um, I definitely felt like I didn't need to eat as much. So I remember even like saying, oh, I'm not even that hungry. And I started noticing that uh, we, you know, because I love my carbs so much and I was eating lots of carbs, I would just be constantly eating little bits all day, all day, all day, all day. And I definitely felt fuller and had more energy throughout the day. So those those definitely were my key ones that stood out for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I do recall a time when you were telling me you can't eat anymore. And that happens. Like when we are satiated, when we have the amount of protein that we need and we've got fiber and we've got those really good complex carbohydrates, like we are even and we don't have those cravings and crazy desires to go raid the pantry. I like to say that there's nothing alive in the pantry and, you know, there's not a whole lot in there that's going to serve us well, you know, from a nourishment standpoint, it's really like an emotional place to go visit. Sorry, just another one I want to notice was I didn't have those three o'clock. I needed nap times too with that. I was Energy. energy. I had that throughout the day, which was super helpful. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you've gotten this into your practice and you probably now like can not think about it much. Heidi has been um, super fortunate. She's been on some amazing vacations this year and she was able to do her program while on vacation because you can travel with your uh, workouts in the app. They're all there. And you already know um, when you went to, I think it was when you traveled to Portugal and you took your hand with you and then you were doing the serving sizes from your hand. (laughs) That was that was really portable, right? <laughs> it was. It was really helpful. I felt really good. Um, you know, my whole family joined me at the gym. It became like a, a little event. We all went together, and I had my my app. I had my coach with me the whole time when I was on vacation. It was really cool. Um, and yeah, and then with serving size, I mean, I I was in Portugal. I mean, they've got amazing food there, and you know, and wine and everything. And I just used. 
I just use that as like, I'm not going to measure everything or calculate anything, which or I just took that palm size or the thumb size or, and that really was super helpful. And I managed to stay on track. I felt good when I came back, I was still training. So yeah. 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 Going on vacation does not have to be an end all. And, and you were able to have wine. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. So did you feel um, during, you know, the initial stages, did you ever feel like you were deprived of any, anything? Did you feel like you were just struggling because you wanted something? Did it feel like a diet? No. And I have tried everything I've before. And I did not feel like that because in the beginning, I know that I still wanted my glass of wine. So I, I remember looking at how many carbs and everything I had and the way the app does it, the way you work with me on that, I was, it was really easy to track. I hate tracking things like that. I, I get, it just gets too much for me. And then I just like, forget it, I'm not doing it, but it was really easy with the, you know, taking photos of your barcodes and all of that working stuff out for you. So that was helpful. I kind of was making like, okay, well, if I want to have a glass of wine, then I'm not going to have this, which is probably, you know, something I won't have rice then with my dinner or I do something, I'll have more veggies instead. And I just started making those decisions so I could still have what I wanted. And what I noticed was because I was full throughout most of the day, because I was, I didn't crave those things. Like, you know, normally I would, by 3 p.m., I'm craving crackers, cheese and chocolates. That's, I didn't realize they all start with a C. <laughs> and for me, it would have been coffee. So before I got myself dialed in, it would have been I have four C's. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't feel like I was going without. Um, and it was attainable. Like, I didn't think you asked me. I have done things where people are like, you can't have this. You can't have that. You can't have this. You can't have that. And I couldn't do that. So it was slow. Like, first I, I did what I had to do there. And then I was like, you know, now I'm ready to take alcohol out of my system that I'm not drinking alcohol all the time. And then I was able to do that, but it was small steps. It wasn't like, here you go, don't do anything. And that's just not attainable. That's not living. So I like this. Sure. Yeah. And so like going back to before we work together, the thought of wine, (laughs) because we've talked about this before, and this is, this is common for many of us, like one glass isn't going to often be enough. And sometimes you want more, but I think once you get into a program where you're really working on, you know, physical, emotional, all of it, and you're feeling better that you start to not want to do the same kinds of things that you did before. Like maybe you're not falling into the same habit of maybe it's a a two or three glass night instead of a one or two. And maybe it's not an every night. Maybe it's a, you know, weekend or special occasion. I think we just, we get into feeling better in our bodies and then we're intuitively aware of what we need to have to, to keep feeling that way. I mean, we all know how much it disrupts our sleep. And so, <laughs> um, especially perimenopausal women and, um, women in menopause or postmenopause, it's, humongously a a disruptor and it's too bad. It's sad. But I think that also there's this whole clutch of women who, you know, we make jokes about how much wine we drink in our forties and, you know, life is not easy for a lot of us. We've got teenagers and we've got aging parents and we're in this sandwich of stress. And so what's been portrayed for us 
so long is how to deal with stress. Well, pop open a cork, you know, and laugh about it with your friends. And that is a, a lovely release, but it can't be the only release, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much healthier to, um, to just be aware and watch. It doesn't mean that we can't have wine, but it will slow things down if we're having too much. Something I wanted to ask you, Heidi, what's one of the things that you didn't like to do before that you like to do now? I hated lifting weights. Like I, when you said to me, okay, you're going to have to lift weights. I was like, oh, really? I was like, can I not just do more yoga or more like cardio or something? And you're like, no, we're going to lift up weights. And so, yes, my girls actually loved weights uh, before I ever tried it. So they actually inspired me, yeah, not the other way around. Okay. And um, they always try to get me to do it and I couldn't stand it. And I have tried it before many times. But you showed me what to do and with your app and your programs that you've put together, it was a lot of fun. I was really enjoying it and also that it was this progression. So I wasn't just suddenly picking up really heavy weights off the bat. It was you. I was slowly progressing. So now I'm a little addicted to this. <laughs> I keep asking you for more and more weights and I, yeah, I'm loving it and I really feel like it's super helpful um, to do. And I also, I mean, I have ADHD and that's one of the things they tell kids because my kid has ADHD too. And so do I, and the occupational therapist always said, lift heavy things. That's one of the best ways to help kids and adults with ADHD. So I do feel like that has helped me. Like I'm a little more focused and able to stay on task. But things that I have ADHD, I love that your training programs are so short. I can just do them. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. That is so smart, though, of doctors to say, you know, to start creating that, eliciting that response within the body. So when we're taxing the muscles, we are eliciting this response. And it's, um, you know, it's it's brain body connection. It is so imperative. The workouts are shorter and what's funny is you and I having been yoga teachers and um, I think I've taught every format of class except for Zumba um, in my career, no shade to Zumba instructors. I just can't move like that, but we've had the hour formats. Like it's all been an hour for as long as I can remember since I was a teenager, it's been an hour workout and I don't know why. You get plenty of bang for your buck in a half hour or so. Some of your workouts have gone up to like 45 minutes, but this is like, get in, get it done, get on with your day. And you're able to recover quicker because you aren't like expending so much energy. So I think, I think it's awesome that you love lifting now and I won't make it longer for you, but I do love seeing progression. And I love like, just the little comments that are left at the end of workouts, you know, in your app, some of them make me laugh and chuckle and, <laughs> and some of them, you're just like, love that one, you know, yeah. and that's, that's great. Um, do you see yourself continuing to lift weights as you go oh, down? I can't not. Yeah. It's just become now a part. It's the same as like, I can't see myself not doing yoga. I can't see myself not putting on weights. And I just, it just, I, I just need, I need that now. I feel like 
I, I start to enjoy it. I feel more and more empowered every time I pick up another heavier weight. And it, sometimes I'm surprised. Like, I, well, what I'm bench pressing, I'm like, whoa, what was that? Like, I can't believe I just did that. Um, and so That's it's really awesome. like, oh, this is super cool. <laughs> yeah. Super like badass reset moment. Exactly. I love now doing front of my goals and I'm like, look how strong I am. <laughs> Make it very excited about it. Do you have a mirror where you work out in your workout room? Yes. Started, yes, I just put some up now. And I find that that's super helpful just to the alignment. And yeah. Forever, um, you know, I grew up at Gold's Gym in Vegas and forever, like walking in front of the mirrors, I would never look at myself. It, it was, you know, it was just such a beefy guy thing to do. And now I understand it's more for checking your form and seeing that shoulders are even and hips are squared and, you know, that we're doing the things that we need to do. And so I, I like people to have a mirror. Um, I've also worked with people who would not look at themselves in a mirror. They wouldn't. And then when they start to get a little stronger and they start to get a little more confident in their body, they can't take their eyes off the mirror. And I'm like, yes, it's so beautiful. I love that part. <laughs> also because they're listening to your own body, right? You're listening to your body. You're looking at what your response of what your body is doing in the mirror and you're learning from it. And that's the whole point, right? We're trying to learn to get ourselves stronger in a healthy way. You're appreciating your body more. Yeah. From a yoga perspective, right? We're constantly talking about going within and this gratitude for movement and breath and all of that. We need to be grateful for our muscles and our organs and everything that's working so hard. And then we're continuing to make that even, you know, stronger and healthier. And that takes some mad respect, self-respect, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Not anything. It's more like things we've done. We've done a lot and accomplished a lot. You should look at it and go, that's badass. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um, Heidi, do tell us more about what you're doing in, um, in your career. Tell us more about your yoga. So I absolutely fell in love with yoga just, and a lot of us with ADHD that I didn't realize that that's, that I had that for the longest time. Um, and so for me, it's a moving meditation, but I love to be challenged. I love sweating. I love feeling the burn in muscles. Like I love getting a good workout. So my yoga classes are vinyasa flow, moving with the breath and um, throw in some planks and chaturangas and just feeling strong and badass. Um, but I definitely love the fact that I'm not built like a, a traditional looking yogi. If there is such a, you know, I think so. I'm built differently. Yeah. And so I love to use props. My hands, I can't sometimes touch the floor. So I bring the floor up to me. So I love, love always making sure that there's so many different variations and props available. So that's kind of what I do is I've now decided to move everything online too. And so I have online classes and I, meditation now which I could never sit still for a second never mind concentrating on my breath but now I also have meditations too um and then I have what is called yoga strong and that's when I'm a little bit more badass than normal where I just do yoga drills and so on and I just can't love wait <laughs> love it and then I basically when I, I mean my classes are for everybody all levels because I offer so many variations do challenge you, but um, I definitely design my classes from a point of view of my own life and my own experiences and what's happening in my body. And so, you know, whatever's going on as a mother, um, you, 
as in what's happening with my body, perimenopause, whatever's going on in my life, that's kind of where I draw from. And those are the classes that then I design to share with everybody. So oh, that's, that's so inspirational. And when it comes from personal experience and when it's so, such a meaningful um, reason, the why behind it, I think that those are the more impactful classes. Yeah, I, You know, I, people are going to resonate because other people are feeling the same things. But when you're feeling something so strongly and you put it together, it's just such a beautiful package. Where is it? What is it called? Where do we find you? It's called Yoga with Heidi. So it's www.yogawithheidi.io because that's a one line. And um, yeah, that's what we have up there. We've just got all classes, meditations and yoga strong and just to share. And, you know, one of my goals is when you move to another country and you have really nobody, you're brand new, and then you're also a mom of a 15-month-old, I kind of always felt a little like, alone in the sense of like I just needed to share all my troubles and sometimes it looks like the world is perfect around you everyone's life's got them sort of sorted out and so I always want to make sure that when I teach a class or when I speak to people that we just be real and talk about the fact that being a parent is hard my house is not always clean that things are breaking and falling apart and when I talk to my, a lot of times I talk to my students and I'm like, oh, you must hear my day. I had my pants on backwards. I ordered the coffee at the wrong place. And when I tell them that, that's when they are like, oh, thank you, because I have had a day like that. And I just wish we would all do more of that. I'm just like, gosh, today sucked. But we're here for each other and we can talk to each other about it. That is why I like you so much. You are real and genuine and you put your pants on backwards. I love that. Um, Where are you on social media? I am at Heidi underscore Dickinson underscore yoga. Heidi Dickinson yoga. Okay. Awesome. So Heidi, if I am um, newer to yoga and I go to your website, what should I start with? Do you have uh, a have a series called Intro to Yoga? It's okay. eleven classes, and I break down each um, section. So I hit all the warrior poses, the triangle poses, the balancing inversions, and so on, and break it down. And we do a flow together. So that's a good place to start. Okay. I do beginner classes, um, a Maya fascia release course. We use the tennis ball, get a little massage. Um, and then I have just my yoga classes. A lot of them is based on emotion and what I'm feeling. So if a lot of like there's a lot of self-doubt, then there's a yoga class and self-doubts and sometimes I just feel energized. Yeah. So well, and I also have a perimenopause class. You um, do? I do. I'll have to share oh, that with you. I can't wait. Oh, Heidi, I'm so proud of you for putting that all together. Good, good, good. That's so impactful. I can't wait to see it all. Okay. So last thing, I have a question for you, Heidi. Yes. What makes you feel like a badass? What makes me feel like a badass? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> we'll all go do some push while you think about it. I think after a yoga work, after, sorry, a workout, lifting workout. And sometimes after yoga too, when I'm feeling like I've sweated and I just just feel good. I just feel strong and good. Yeah. That makes me feel like a badass. So that I can do all that stuff. Happy hormone release. That's uh-huh. it. For you. Yeah. I love it. 
Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for all of your experience, knowledge, your shares. This has been really cool to get to know you. And I can't wait for the world to see more of you with your yoga. Thank you. And thank you so much for everything you did. Your program, I cannot recommend it enough. It was, it literally, it was just, it saved me from my depression. It really did. I was so, so at the lowest points and you just empowered, showed me how to empower myself to make good decisions to get through this life cycle of mine that I'm going through. It's a big club and we're here for each other. I love you. I adore you. Thank you for coming on today. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on the Badass Reset Club. Well, there you have it. One step closer to feeling strong, confident, and inspired to take care of you again. And you know what's even more badass? Sharing this with a gal pal that might need a little fist pump in her life. If you got some inspo from this episode, I'd be honored if you took a screenshot for your social and tagged me at Coach Heather Yancey so I can send you a personal thank you. And please know that if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, it helps get this podcast to more people. And that's super badass. And finally, if you haven't joined the Badass Reset Club on Facebook, what are you waiting for? I'll see you over there and go get them.